Quick Save Club. I did do a podcast today. Now we're live doing this podcast. This is the Quick Save Club podcast. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Uh, welcome everyone to Quick Save Club podcast. This is uh, Save Points number four. You might be asking yourself, what is the Quick Save Club? Well, I'm about to tell you. The Quick Save Club is a PC focused spinoff of the Cartridge Club, where for two months at a time, we choose a retro, classic, or indie PC game to play. During these two months, we discuss our experiences as we play the PC game of the bi month with the Quick Save Club community. For October and the remainder of this month, we are playing Torchlight 2. And in the coming months, we'll be playing some racing games and FTL. And I can't remember if we announced the game that follows that. Uh, no, we, uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, if any of this sounds like fun to you, hit us up on Twitter at QuickSaveClub or join us on Discord at bit.ly forward slash QuickSaveDiscord. Or join us on the forums at uh, www.cartridgeclub.org. A uh, reminder to check out our sister podcast and their games of the month for November. The Cartridge Club is playing Banjo-Kazooie and RF Gen is playing Bioshock 2. And I forgot to put in the outline uh, to check out the Extra Life stream that's happening with the Cartridge Club. The weekend of December 4th, I believe. I'm doing this all off of memory. So it's going to yes. be three days, Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people will be there. Josh, you'll be streaming some games. Yeah, about right. four four hours. Uh, I go a uh, number two. I go after Musty Hobbit, so I'll be so you're streaming. On, you're yeah, I'm not Friday sure what night. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm gonna play yet, but maybe I'll play some racing games or something to yeah. You know, same with this. I haven't really decided yet. I, I haven't either. I was thinking of doing racing games as well. Um, I'm not sure. I, I I really enjoy doing the American Truck Simulator. That was really fun because I could just sit back and drive the truck while people chimed in and stuff like that i don't know yeah. how interesting it was for other people but no i watched and good. i enjoyed it yeah you keep it entertaining with the music and all that going on it's, it's a good time and you got to uh you know you got to do some long hauls which you know when you're playing on your own and you see those long hauls it's gonna take you like an hour and a half to do it seems long but when you're stuck there for four hours streaming it's like hey what the heck this will kill an hour and a half let's do it yeah uh, so i don't know i don't know if i'll do that again or, or not but uh, I'll be on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So hopefully you're an early bird and you uh, enjoy some breakfast with, with me. Should be good times. Um, so myself and Josh are here and mm-hmm. uh, we're waiting on Ryan, who is uh, going through some things right now. So we're going to cut him a lot of slack. And uh, he's got family obligations and uh, work obligations right now. So he'll be joining us at some point. And yep. uh, Steven says... Play the ROM of 18 Wheeler from the Dreamcast. I hear that's actually a pretty good game. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I will. Who knows? I don't know. I really like American Truck Simulator. That's that's a chill game, you know. Um, so for this, uh, this is quick save. This is where we, um, no, save, save, save points. Save, save points. Yes. Number four. Yeah. So this is where we don't talk about the game of the month. We're not going to be talking too much about Torchlight Two, but we just kind of pick a topic and talk about whatever we feel like talk about what we've been doing it's a mm-hmm. chill relaxed stream and that's what this will be yeah so our topic is uh next gen consoles and how it'll affect the pc i know i put next gen versus pc just to like get the clickbait in there but you see he's working <laughs> we got one person <laughs> listening right now 
So that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but really, it's about how next gen is going to affect uh, PC gaming. And uh, yeah, you, you're the one who uh, suggested this. So why did you why did you want this topic? Uh, because I feel like a lot of times when people compare PCs to consoles, they always say that the consoles are holding back PCs from, you know, expanding or actually it holds back game development, right? Because they can only. I hear something. I heard a lot of, some feedback or something. No, you sound good to me. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, um, a lot of times when there's consoles, they say, okay, well, you can only develop so far because like the PS3 360 generation is a good example. Like we can't really, they couldn't really do 1080p 60 very easily on those consoles. So it's like they're going to probably be 720p games at maybe 30 if you're lucky you know and of course pc gaming was pretty popular then and then of course the playstation 4 generation pc gaming got even more intense and like you can get like 4k 60 4k 120 144 hertz all all sorts of crazy stuff so the this gen coming up it's kind of pushing even further because finally the consoles have an ssd so it's like the games can actually be developed for ssd and then you know go from there so it, it makes the baseline a little bit higher every single time. Yeah, and uh, I will say that this time... Oh, look at this. This is good. This is good. Here we go. Hey, look who's here. Hi, can you hear me? I, we can hear you. Can you hear yeah. us? Yes, yes. All right. The mic was being weird to me, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> Sounds like you had a busy e- evening. Ooh, I'll tell you about it later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. You didn't, you didn't miss much. We're only five minutes in, so you're good. Yeah, you just All missed right, the sorry intro. About and, that. Yeah. yeah, no worries, yeah. no worries. Mm-hmm. We understand. We understand. All right. So, so yeah, we just started talking about uh, PC PC games and uh, or sorry, how next gen, how these next gen consoles are going to affect PC gaming and. Uh, Josh was making the point to how it uh, how the consoles kind of raise the baseline for the PC games every time with the new generation. The base line, the base <laughs> the baseline. Okay. Yes, yeah. not the not the not the peak, but the baseline. But no, that is a good point, Josh. And I do think that um, yeah, the the in the previous generations, the consoles have held uh, PC games back because the consoles were also the really the main focus of developers too they weren't really develop focused on pc but i think now there's enough of a separation like i feel like the games that come out on pc um like you look at like for instance uh follow las vegas which was you know a 10 year old game that is like the console holding back the pc game because it, it was definitely you know not optimized for a pc Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as it should have been. It was a little bit, but not as well as it should have been when it came to the controls. And um, you can get, you can run it at 4K, but, it, you know, there was no, no textures or anything there, like you know, that was for a higher-end PC. Yeah. Um, but now they seem to come out with, like, with both in mind, like a uh, more recent game would be the latest Gears of War, which really surprised me of how well it was optimized for a PC. It ran really well on the xbox one i I went back and forth and it ran well on the xbox one and it ran really well on the pc and just looked fantastic like they put the extra bells and whistles on it and that game ran on like my my pc's getting old it's starting to you know it's starting to show its age a little bit ran perfectly uh on there so i do find that the the developers have caught up 
with that. But anyways. Yeah, that was always kind of, and that didn't really happen until like second generations, like PS2, uh, Xbox era stuff, uh, where we started, we ran into that issue with PC gaming where it felt like we were getting the dumbed down console version on the PC. They just yeah. quickly ported it over. Uh, but yeah, like you did say, um, lately, like I feel like a lot of developers are making it with PC in mind first and then figuring out how to put it uh, or, or vice versa, but uh, on a console. It, the, only, the only real thing is, uh, like I've never been much of a graphics guy. I mean, I was back in the day, but now it doesn't really affect me. I'm, I'm an indie dude. I play all these indie games and stuff. So, so when this kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> so when like I even I completely forgot that the PS 800 just came out or whatever the heck PS5. PS5. And, yeah. yeah, and and uh, I go on Twitter and everyone's just like, oh, I got my new PS5 and blah blah blah, and I'm just like, oh, okay, wonderful. I, I guess that means you guys finally made it up to what us. Uh, PC gamers have been able to do for, you know, probably three years now, maybe four, you know, so. Yeah, uh, this gen's actually, I would actually say the gap in this gen is the closest I've ever seen because the next gen cards that just came out, the graphics cards that are coming out, like the, and I can't even think of the numbers right now, but the new NVIDIA cards and everything, they're actually only just like a little more powerful. I know that's that's saying something. So if you get like the... $500 $500 card, it's going to be pretty comparable to like the Series X and the PlayStation 5 now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. pretty, it's pretty like on a pretty good level. But of course, in like two years, these consoles will still be the, the mainstays and then they're going to come out with something more powerful on PC, which always happens. Well, yeah. Graphically wise, do you think consoles have hit a plateau almost? Because I, yeah. I really feel like I, all these screenshots of all these new console games, like the the new Spider-Man one, for instance, that they just re-released and stuff like that, looked exactly the same as it was on PS4, basically. You know, it didn't... Yeah, well, it always takes them a few a years to, to, to get... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I yeah. remember those early... Uh, there was early PS3 games that looked like a PlayStation 2 game, you know. Well, um, well the target's going up because... You know, you play a PS4 game. Okay, say Spider-Man is a good example. You played that game; it was 30 frames per second locked, right? Yeah. Now it's now it's 60 frames per second, 4K locked. You know, okay. back then it was dynamic 4K, 30 locked. But so, is I mean, that just it? Is it just faster frames per second, and then you have a high? Now you can do 4K. Is that basically what this? You know, yeah, yeah graphically. Yeah. Well, let, there are some like I I haven't watched I I think I watched Metal Jesus Rocks video on the new Xbox and I'm not sure if the PlayStation Two or PlayStation Two my <laughs> goodness the PlayStation Five does the same but there were a few uh, little bells and whistles that I found really interesting on the new consoles like I it, so apparently like with um, what happens on the Xbox is if you're say you're playing Forza Seven. And uh, you're like, ah, I, I need to go. I want to play something else for a little while. You can stop the game and it'll actually uh, create a, a quick save or a save, like a, like, like a bit of a save file there. Mm-hmm. And you can put it in the background and it'll save the game. And then you can go play something else. And then when you're ready to come back to Forza, you just hit on Forza and it'll take you right back to where you were, right? Where you're playing, yeah. not a save point or anything like that, but like, right where you were playing the game and it does it very fast. Basically like a pause button. 
Well, yeah, like you could pause that game, but yeah. the different, like you could do that on the Xbox One. You could say like, okay, I don't want to play this game right now. I want to go into the apps net. But if you started another game, uh, that was it. It would just it would tell you I'm gonna have to shut off the other game. This keeps that in that safe spot, and it's on the hard drive until you're ready to come back to it. So you can go play some other games. You can turn off the console. You can come back to it tomorrow. It'll be right in that spot uh, where you left it, which. You know, you can't do that on PC as of yet because, you know, Windows is just not designed to uh, to do that. So it's a cool feature. Know, yeah. Very cool feature. And I will say, like, I, I would say, like, like if you were to buy something right now, like, say, if you were to get a brand new 4K TV um, or if you had loads of money and you got an 8K TV, um, if, if you were to buy something, you were dying, for, you, you wanted some content right now, like right away. You couldn't wait. Uh, another year you know these new consoles is probably something that i would recommend to somebody over getting a pc if they needed that instant gratification because i feel like as if these consoles are really good now like i mean the the hardware that they put into them considering that uh they're going to be outputting 4k they are going to be ray tracing available which i mean to me ray tracing is a little it's a, a heck of a lot of hardware you know, for just a little bit of a, a graphics bump. Mm-hmm. It's not that of an incredible graphics bump, but still it has the capability. If you want that on uh, a PC right now, you're looking at spending, this is Canadian numbers now, you're looking at spending, you know, between 800, around $800 just for the graphics card to be able to pull that off, you know, which is a lot more than an entire console. But again, but again that's kind of always been the way. Anytime a new console comes out, it always takes a few months or a year yeah. for the PC to. Well, this is what I'm saying, like price-wise, like, to come to a, a reasonable. Right. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. Like right now, yeah, that would be. Now. But I, I would, I would say like last gen, uh, and I think that's why like last, like the uh, PS3 from PS3 to PS4, I don't feel as if it was that big of a leap because the you at when the PlayStation 4 came out, you could legitimately build a PC that would be able to play all those PlayStation 4 games for about the same price, yeah, like yeah. around $500. Whereas this step, I don't really. think you can do that. It's not realistic yeah. yet. Within a year, maybe two years, yeah, you should be easily, well, probably like easily be able guy. to do it. And yeah. again, get something better, you know? Well, the biggest thing is they, they came out with those, uh, what are they, M- any MTNE, you know what I'm talking about? The SSD cards, the, the yes. ones that go into your PC, PCI board, yeah. um, PCI slot. Those ones are super expensive for the PC, and like you could, it would probably take you to get the similar amount of space, like a one terabyte, or I think the X, the PS4 or PS5 is like eight twenty five or something, some weird number. Um, to get that much space, it's still gonna that'll cost you two or three hundred dollars on its own. Yeah, if you think about it. So. That's the cool thing about this. They're trying to push the SSD, which this fast loading is like what they're like. It's a it's kind of buzzwordy, but it, it really works. Like watching some of the stuff in action where you're going into like the titles, you turn your system on and then you press play on the game. You're in there in like four or five seconds and you're playing, really? you know. So, um, I mean, we have that on the PC. Like if you have SSD, I have an SSD. It's not a, it's not the new models or, you know, all that. But I put a game on there and it loads pretty damn fast so i mean that's something that it's going to push a lot of things forward because they can load in a lot more assets in these games and then things are going to be programmed that way so yeah. when you're on your pc with your 
nice SSD and everything. It's going to look amazing and run just as well as that. And uh, another point I want to make is Xbox Series X is a really nice console. It's a beefy thing, but Game Pass is on PC and all of their first party titles are on PC also. Yeah. yeah. So if you wanted to play like Halo Infinite and you had a badass PC, you know, there you go. You can just pretty much just get, get Game Pass, go on there and play. And you just get a, a play a Xbox controller and you're good to go. That, that's one thing I have to admit. I don't think I've ever had like the, a high-end PC my entire life. I've always had maybe mid to almost good. But yeah. when it comes to like I've, I've never ever had like the high-end PC like that. So it's kind of funny. Like, uh, like I've always been behind consoles, always. My, my computer right now probably couldn't keep up with ps4 you know uh, <laughs> so it's like it, it, it's kind of funny talking like this like with all the ray tracing and stuff like that but it, it, it just comes down to it it's like uh yeah you, you put all like for someone like me like who, who graphics aren't really anything or in the the consoles case something like that i'd probably just put that money into my pc right now or just look to see if I could get a mid to slightly higher range PC and I'd be fine. But yeah. I'm not someone who's crazy about 4K, 60 frames a second, and stuff like Buried on Mars sits there and Google's over uh, all the time, you know? Hey. Uh, so uh, I, like, I, I live a fulfilled life. I, a fulfilled life. I do need a new PC. It's, P- it's uh, very nice. It's nice. I might, I might ask you about TVs later, though, because I need a new TV. Uh, oh, well. Kevin, and, okay. Uh, I, uh, it has to be. Uh, uh, cheap but decent, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> we can talk about that. I know some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know some stuff too good. Cause yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will say the disadvantages with the, you know the consoles, of course, is you're still locked into their ecosystem. You're locked into only being able to buy games from them, especially if you buy that PlayStation Five mm-hmm. that's uh, digital only. Your only options to buy games is from the PlayStation store, which right now they're pretty good. I think with their sales, you see some sales now, it's still not as good as, as steam. Um, but that's the one big advantage with the PCs. You got, you got options. You don't have to buy everything on steam. You can go to GOG, you can go yeah. to origin if you want, uh, you know, uh, Epic game store. You got, you have more options with the PC and yeah. I, I got, I, I think it's one of the questions actually, I, I'll say that for later. Uh, hello, game time with Kyle, and it's Rock It's Saw. Yeah, we have got. Yes. Oh, yeah, we got some people in here. Some people Kyle, who yeah. says hello to Ryan, who's also hello. in <laughs> chat. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah, good. Good to yeah. see. So yeah, like for me, I, I love. I really do like the PlayStation first party titles, and that's what draws me to PlayStation. And I do know that some of them are kind of bleeding over into PC. Uh, is, this is not a question. Is this for later on? You know what? Maybe we should just go through these questions because Sky Captain asked us a bunch okay. of questions. I had it over in the uh, ask, ask Quick Save Club uh, section, but they all related to our main topic. So I just threw them up in the main topic. So might as well just go through them. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he had a bunch of questions here. One of them was, are you getting a console and why? Um, so, uh, Ryan, are you going to get a console? Probably not. My kids pretty much play the switch and uh so that's they're happy with that and like i like i mentioned earlier if i was gonna spend that money i probably would put it towards either a new pc or updating my pc 
right you know, said you know you just play terraria uh, anyway right <laughs> yeah yeah i i mean again you know i i don't care about ray tracing i don't care about 4k and, and and crap like that so yeah it'd be great if uh i could you know play a modern game on ultra high but if i have to play it on medium and it still runs fine i'm good you know so no i i won't be uh uh my kids haven't been begging me for it so they're still fine with their piece in fact my my oldest actually wants a laptop for christmas instead Hmm. Yeah. Laptop. So that's you know, get that's, get him uh, playing the games of the month and he, and, uh, he has been uh, yeah <laughs> actually they've been playing the duck game that had an update recently and the two of them oh, yeah. been playing that we gotta play that sometime that's pretty fun uh, so that's that's my choice I am not getting a console sorry <laughs> well we got to clear up like this this 4K thing has been coming up quite a bit there's there's something we need to clear up a little bit. Um, with these new consoles, we have to understand that the 4K 60 frames per second thing is all buzz right now. Whether these machines can actually pull that off, yeah. I understand it can pull it off with the PlayStation 4 game, but whether they'll be able to actually pull it off with next-gen games is a completely... It's yet to be seen. Because if you remember back when the Xbox One, the original Xbox One, not the X... And the original PlayStation be, 4, not the Pro. <laughs> yeah. Those were supposed to, at the very least, at the very least, were supposed to pull off 1080p, 60 frames per second. And, and there were not a heck of a lot of games that can do it. There was a lot of 900p, uh, you know, uh, or 720p, uh, uh, you know, uh, 30 frames per second. A lot of games were locked into 30 frames per second, which is very disappointing to see, including Spider-Man. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember I'm, there's, uh, I can't remember the YouTube channel name, but he would literally, he would do a comparison between the Xbox, the PlayStation, and PC versions, all at the highest thing, mm-hmm. and actually go through it and be like, well, see, this is, it, it would go 30 frames, 720, even though it says it's supposed to be. And there's plenty of those out there, probably, but yeah. So I remember yeah. that was a, the big controversy. Anytime a new game would come out, this guy would do the side by side, and he'd he'd nitpick it. They said it would do this, but it's not, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. Th- okay, so like I know what what a lot of games do when they're like getting more graphically intensive, they start putting more options in the menu. And I was thinking, like, dude, like, why don't they just go super? crazy on console and say oh you can turn anti-aliasing down or you know you can do your own that would be yeah. awesome i, I wish they would do that i know they won't because they only yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you why they don't do that is because one they don't want the consumer to go in there and mess around with things and two a lot of people who <laughs> a lot of people who play console games don't want to have to think about that stuff right That's they just true. want to put the game in and not have to think about it i mean but mm-hmm. if it'll give you some extra frames per second in a multiplayer they just game. A lot of people just don't care. They don't want to think about it. They don't want to deal. Do I have to turn this on and off? They don't want any more options than what they give. So what they give them is a very, you know, there's, streamlined experience. You know, There's a couple of things that they are doing, though. They do either. So the new Spider-Man Miles Morales is a good example on that, too, is they have a performance mode and an optimized mode. Like a So when you do the optimized mode. Well, it was the same the, on the Pro, the PlayStation yeah. 4 Pro. So if you do the the super fancy mode, you get ray tracing, and it's I think it's only but, thirty frames per second though. So right, if you right. turn the ray tracing off, you can do sixty and 
four full 4k and also i did learn that this gen i mean they started this last gen a little bit but they finally are doing fov sliders on all fps games which is like that's something that on the consoles on the consoles yeah especially great uh, black ops uh the new one's doing it uh the fortnite i know some people hate fortnite but fortnite added it and a few things like that like oh apex legends they're all starting to have that uh fov slider which to me I appreciate because like I'll be playing like Borderlands three on like Xbox and it's like 65 FOV or whatever. And it's like, I feel like I can't see anything. I feel like the, the camera's like right in front of my face, you know? So, yeah, like there was, there was a lot of games that would pull off a faster frame rate or whatever on the consoles. But I remember playing, like you got to remember a lot of these console ports of these games are not the same as what you get on a PC. Like I remember renting, not renting, borrowing from the library, uh, Far Cry Five, and there was no like the field of vision. I it had to be the, it had to be like thirty. You know, yeah, like at least it, that's how I, it feels. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like I was looking through a small postage stamp. Like I couldn't see anything around me, and it, and you know that they had to do it because that game it takes place in the jungle. There's tons of things for it to render, and it had to. It, it could only give you that much. You know. Yeah. So that's a nice thing. Like. Being going in there, I'm just gonna crank that that FOV slider up, you know, until it doesn't look make me dizzy, you know, mm-hmm. 90 or 110 or whatever it looks best for the game. But that's something since I've played a lot of FPS on console, which I know that's uh, frowned upon here probably, but I have, uh, especially even multiplayer stuff uh, like Call of Duty. I feel like is a is a better game like multiplayer on console. That's just how I play that game. Yeah, know, well, it's the yeah, crowd, it's ah, right? The, the 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 other people you're playing against. You know? Yeah, and I, I enjoy that that series from time to time. I'll buy one every couple of years, you know, and that's the thing that I've always wanted. You know, it'd be nice just to have that FOV and you know, right? And, yeah, and it's gonna. Uh, from what I've heard, it feels like the graphics and the way the games have been playing, at least right now, currently, you know, what four days in or whatever it is. Yeah, everybody is saying it's very comparable to playing on PC, and. They actually added on, I don't know if it's on PlayStation, but on Xbox, you can plug a mouse and keyboard in and play against PC p- people now. Oh, that's there. good. That's cool. it, yeah, so that's cool. Well, uh, you know, they're, they're still early games too, right? As they start adding more and more stuff into them and that. We'll see where we are in like two years if this thing can actually pull off. Uh, that. But that's, that's for good that it's pulling it off at the beginning because I remember like, you know, the Wii U, for instance, like I think Assassin's Creed 3 was a launch game title and it, it was running at like 23 frames per second you know it was yeah there were some dark times there uh, for frame rate on uh, consoles um stc pod has a good mention here about the hdmi ports yeah so what is he talking about not to mention the new hdmi capability you'll need to felicitate not too many are going to have the right display what is he talking about okay so there's a new hdmi standard that's that came out really? like last year last year or so so a lot of tvs don't have it it's hdmi 2.1 and what it does is give you 120 hertz instead of 60 hertz so say the game can still render 180 frames per second or whatever it's only going to show 60 it's going to smooth it to 60 but if you have the 120 hertz you can see that and a lot of people don't even have that i have an lg oled tv from like 2017 and my tv doesn't have it right right yeah yeah um 
so it's kind of like oh actually my tv could is cap- cap- capable of doing it but i have to like set it to 1080p to see that 120 hertz i can't do 4k 120 hertz so it's just that you're not going to have the same frame rate it's going to be cut down to 60 instead of 120 it'll still work yeah right? not that it won't yeah. work okay yeah so like if i was playing a 4k game like and it was 120 frames per second, it would still show 60 hertz to me on the TV. Still. Right, right. You know what I mean? well, I'm, yeah. I, I'm sorry, but look, when it comes to 120 frames and 60 frames, and you are playing a first-person shooter on the couch with a controller on a TV that's so far away, I mean, is it really going to make that much of a difference? No. compared? I mean, that, that is for like, like when you got a mouse and the precise control and all that, like you could definitely feel it. You could definitely feel sixty between between sixty and one hundred and twenty. But sitting back on a couch with a TV that's over far away, and you're you're playing with a controller, so I don't know how much frames per second is going to matter with a controller. So, oh, and it's, I, I think it might be two point two. That's what he's saying. Two point two. Yeah. Okay. But uh, it's it's the thing. The the consoles do come with the cable. Uh, they're still going to send the signal out to the TV, so you still get the frames per second. You just won't get the you know, it just won't look as smooth because you won't have that 120 hertz. And I, I don't know. I've I've played a lot of stuff on 60 hertz. I've played even fast-paced shooter games with my mouse, you know, playing Tribes Ascend and do, uh, all sorts of stuff on, mm-hmm. you know, on PC just like that. So I don't know. It, it, it doesn't bother me too much. It's one of those things that if you are, if you're on a, if you go like directly from 60 to 120 uh, and you're playing like a Twitch shooter, you can feel it. Like you can feel it. it's just a little bit off, you know, yeah. uh, but you got to go like, like back and forth to it. If you're, I mean, 60 is, is really good. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's, it, it's double of what your eyes can process, you know, for the average human, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's, it's like one of those things I, I don't have the money to upgrade. So I might be justifying it to myself. Like, no, nah, it's good enough. You know how it is, but um, yeah. it is I, good enough. It is good enough. My TV is beautiful, man. This thing, I like. I sit down every once in a while. I'm just like, damn, this is amazing. The TV, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't. I I think I'm still gonna have a good time even at sixty. So yes. even um, at sixty, Kyle here has a good question too in the chat. So is, also, is it worth the extra cost for these new games to be 4K, 8K? Yeah. No. You know, if you have again, it's one of those things. If you have a 4K uh, monitor or television you're going to notice the difference uh, from 1080p. Um, not like movies. Movies are like, you know, they, they got a flow to them. It's like real life kind of thing, you know. But video games is a completely different beast. And you definitely notice. And it's, it's a lot. The U, it's really the UHD that adds a lot of uh, brightness and color to HDR, the image. Man. HDR yeah. is amazing. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, I that's that's the one thing when I got my PS4 Pro. I never had never really seen HDR at least like ever. So I, I popped in some games and I was like, dude, this this could be 1080p still or even 720p, but the colors are just so amazing. That that was like the biggest leap, I think, this last gen is how good that, that made the yeah. games look. Yeah. But if you have a 1080p TV and you're happy with it and you're not looking to upgrade anytime soon, there's really no point in getting anything uh, 4K or anything. You're not going to be able to see it anyways. So I will say, though... Um, still buy the 4k uh, discs because they come with the blu-ray so you'll have your blu-ray and then when you get your when you upgrade to 4k in a few years you'll have a bunch of 4k discs to, uh, mm-hmm. to go nuts with okay let's get back to uh sky captain's questions here because he's got more good questions um 
He says, since these consoles are similar to PCs, do you see a bleed over effect of more people converting to PCs? Um, I, I will say, um, I, I don't think so. I think the people who are into consoles are generally older people, people of a certain age. I think the younger kids are, are into it. And I think old people just have this thing in their brain where a PC is something that you do at a desk and a console is something that you do at uh, a cou- on a couch, really? even though that has not been the case since <laughs> uh, graphics cards have been outputting to HDMI. I mean, and televisions have been able to accept HDMI like that yeah. barrier is gone. It's been gone for 12 years at least now, but for some reason people have that in their brains. And if you want a PC, you can absolutely put it beside your TV and you can hook that. up a controller and you yeah, can yeah. play it just like you play any other console. That's how I was playing Torchlight. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I was playing Torchlight like that. And then uh, the new game Hades that just came out, uh, I bought it on my PC because I can play 4K Hades. That's the only way to play 4K Hades. So right. I had 4K Hades on my piece, on my TV over here, yeah. sitting on the couch with the DualShock 4 playing on my PC. Yeah, but see, you're a young guy. So I think it's more yeah, like... I don't, I don't think guys. it's a generational thing. I just think it's just, you know, sometimes it has to do with what you grew up on. Sometimes it's what you feel comfortable with. I like it mm-hmm. all to be here. I like to, you know, and yeah, consoles have it all now too. You you know, you can stream stuff off your console and stuff. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, I was kind of a PC gamer before being PC gaming was was cool, and that's just kind of how I've always gravitated. Did it mean I never owned a console? No, I own a ton of them in my lifetime. So I was, but I'm still consider myself mostly a PC gamer. But that being said, I'm kind of not the norm when it comes to that. There's people who are. They don't want to deal with it. Like Barry on Mars says, you know, a PC is for working, not for gaming. So they're going to do that. And then there are people who that's, you know, they want everything at their fingertips, their PC, their games. And and so they're a PC gamer. So, you know, uh, there will be bleed over, but I think it's very minimal. Unless if you get uh, someone who just... Once they're all in one, I suppose, and that would be a PC, in my opinion. Well, if I if I could read into his question a little bit, I think what he's asking is like, do you think like people will get the console and realize that well, this is kind of just like a PC anyways. Might as well just go get a PC instead of. That's been kind of the argument for a long time now. Like yeah, with ever the in- since, yeah. ever since the PS, probably I, I ever since the PS3, I'd have to say that generation PS3 and Xbox 360 and stuff. People are just like, well, why not just get a PC at this point? Yeah. Because it was getting so close to it was doing almost everything a PC was doing at that point, you know. Okay. And now that all these consoles have streaming services on it and other stuff, like you can put YouTube on it and surf the web, it's like, well, it's it's the exact same thing. It's just a brick in front of your television screen instead of a brick in front of your computer screen, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you, you saw the PS5, that thing's 15 inches long. It's humongous. Yeah, it's a computer tower. It looks ugly. like my TV. It's my, ugly. <laughs> I, I like the look of it. It's, yeah, it's, okay. it's weird, but my PC yeah. tower is weird too. I have a weird yeah. like white and blue thing. So it kind of matches my PC tower is 15 inches tall also. Mm-hmm. So the PS5 is the same height as my PC, PC yeah. tower. So, um, and, and they'll probably come up with like a slim version in a few years. Oh, yeah. just, Make it know. as big as possible. So when people see so, the new sleek one, buy the new sleek one, right? They've always done that. They did that with the <laughs> PS2. 
They, did they do that with the PS3? I don't know. I just PS3 remember they had like the four. really slim version of the PS2 no. near the end of its cycle, like the yeah. thin one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they always do that. <laughs> so I wanted to read a tweet from uh, uh, Kevin's favorite person, Greg Miller. He says, no. I hate I hate PC gaming. There's Why are we no going here with that performance guy? benefit I can think of? It makes the hoops and FAQs you have to jump through worth the headache for me. Hey, I worked perfectly last night and this morning, go fuck yourself. I'm what? glad you like it and it works for you. Yeah, that was a totally ignorant tweet. Of course, this one problem he had with this one game absolutely relies. That, that, just throw your PC out the window. <laughs> just, just get rid of it. You had one problem with one game. That's it. Everything's done. I mean, like, look, that's fine if that's how you feel. Like that's your uh, opinion, and you—that's why you don't want to play PC games. But to just—I don't know—for for a guy that's supposed to be as well thought out as he ha- he is, with yeah. uh, uh, a following that he has, and to not open it up to any comments, so people can like maybe I don't yeah. know help him out or maybe exactly. you know like, what, tell him that troubleshoot or something. Yeah, yeah you know, no, yeah. no, no. So no, I I, I do like that. Go ahead, man. No, I, I like the fact that sometimes you got to troubleshoot something on the PC because that means you can do that on the PC. You can't do that on a console. You can't, mm. you know, you can't make your own patch for something on a console. There are homebrew patches for stuff that the, the, the developers will ignore a game, but the fans will take over and yeah. fix it for you. Yeah. You can't do that on a console. You still can't. You can maybe, but it would it'd probably involve some hacking which would be more of a pain in the ass than if it was on a PC, you know? Yeah, somebody so, yesterday just tweeted out about uh, the Friday the 13th game and how the uh, servers are being shut down. Yeah, for it. And they just they bought the game on the on the PlayStation 4 and they never played it. And now the servers are being shut down. So, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, if you bought that on the on the PC, that somebody's going to be running servers for that. Well, they the are uh, keeping uh, the peer-to-peer uh, on for that so instead of it having it's just they're trying to dedicate servers off so it'll still work but it won't be dedicated yeah Yeah. so you can still play with with friends then you just can't play with random people yeah so i mean there's there's there'll still be games you can join and stuff but it just won't be as stable because that's what the the dedicated servers would do right but But yeah i just figured good thing that he mentioned is if there's enough following for a game even if the developers stop supporting it on a pc Guess what? The, the the fan community can make the servers, bring it back online, whatever. If it's dead, you know, might be a little tough to do. But that's, again, something on a, a console. Probably you could still do it, but it would probably be more of a pain. So, I mean, yeah, it's true. Uh, but, I mean, people do move on. I know, like, a lot of people, like, oh, like I play old games. I was, like, I brought up Tribes of Sin because I was in a lobby playing that the other day because a bunch of people had brought it back from the dead. So, that's good. Yeah. That's a good uh, game. Yeah, that's, that's, I love that, um, the hit scan. That's, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, like, you know that, yeah, it, there'll never be a server shut down for Minecraft on the PC. There'll always be people playing that game for the rest of the time. I yeah. mean, <laughs> as long as there's human beings, I guarantee you there'll be, some yeah. Minecraft games happen somewhere. Okay, before we lose these comments here uh, over in the chat section, Bill brings up a good point, too, about the 2.2. You'll need to upgrade your TV, your receiver, the cables. You'll need all the upgrades. Um, but that's only if you want those extra frames. I'll just wait for the next HDMI and then upgrade <laughs> then in like eight years or whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, Rocket Sauce here says, why would I want to disconnect my computer to play it, uh, play it on a TV? I would need to set it back up at my desk when I was done gaming. No, you would not because you would buy your work computer for your desk and your gaming PC for your TV. Or I you mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna buy a can, work computer and a console, anyways, you might as well get there the. Are, there are ways you know, to my TV's right here. to your TV as well. It's right there. And my there, TV, my TV's yeah. right here by my desk. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Like, you can stream you to your the TV table as over. well. You know, no, I, you that's can, just plugged in right now. Like I can just go put you guys up there if I wanted to right now. You, right. Yeah. You could stream. <laughs> you could you could stream to your like if you had the Steam Link or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can get those for super cheap now because they don't sell them anymore. I'm sure. Or even you could even do it through a console through the yeah, Xbox One or the the PlayStation. No, I think just the Xbox One you can do it with. Um, but yeah, that's what I I just had a work PC on the at the desk and then. I would do the gaming PC at the, but now I don't even have one at the couch anymore. I don't even care. I prefer to play it on the desk anyways, myself. Then there's cable management. Cable management is so, it's so easy now with the PC because it's all, it's just HDMI. You don't have the stupid audio cable and uh, all that extra stuff. So if you have, if you have HDMI out and the power, and then you hook up your, uh, you can hook up your keyboard and mouse with a little dongle receiver, wireless, and your game controller, wireless. You got two cables, the HDMI and the power. That's it. <laughs> uh, game time with Kyle. He says, yeah, Ryan, just buy extra computers in the chat. <laughs> hey, well, if you're going to buy a computer and a console, I, what's the difference? Yeah. There's no um, difference. If, mean, if, if the, if the work, work computer, you can if the get work like computer, yeah, twenty nine dollar freaking laptop at Walmart for God's if, sake. If it's know? just a work computer, you don't need a work. graphics card. You don't. You're just buying your regular computer, and then there you yeah. go. An extra computer. I, Why didn't I, I think of that? Yeah, they're not. They're not cut up to us. Yeah, so I'm not I'm cut trying, up to our genius yet. I'm trying to buy a new computer. It's called a PS5, and they're very limited right now. So, damn. I mean, you, know, you don't even have to. You can just go and buy a computer. You don't even need to wait in line to get the PS5 or anything. Like well, that. I mean, I want to play the new, new everything. I want the newness. Uh, okay. So, anyways, Sky Captain continues. He says, somewhat related to uh, the PC bleed over question, uh, with uh, Microsoft Xbox and PC cross by, play by on the Xbox, play on PC. Anyways, he's talking about like how you can play. Um, you know, the, like we were talking about the Xbox games all coming to the PC, and then Sony has been dipping its toes into the water too. They brought Horizon Zero Dawn, among other games, over to the PC. My youngest really wants that Spider-Man game to come out on the PC because he 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 loved the he saw a trailer for it. And he's a big Spider-Man fan, and he's just like, "Oh, can we play that?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, son, it's a PlayStation exclusive." What does that mean? And I had to sit him down and explain when a greedy company wants you to buy their console and only their console. I have an old PS4. I could sell you for super cheap. Oh, really? Yeah. Two bucks? Three? Um, See, I'm and reasonable, but... Here we go. Here we go with the consoles again. Console is probably cheaper. Probably cheaper. And probably again, cheaper. that depends on what you... what. If you want the super high-end PC, then yeah, it's going to probably be cheaper. If you want the super-duper everything kaduper. PC, of course. Can you, it's gonna can be you build a PC with an SSD and like a modern graphics card for five hundred dollars? Can you? 
can you? That's why I'm asking. Well, I, I'm not an Amer- I'm not American, so okay. I, I don't know so I let's can... say um, I, I haven't looked at parts in a while. Canyon. I haven't worked at Staples in forever, so I couldn't I couldn't tell you. But well, there, there was I'm a... saying if you are if you're fine with not having the top of the line and compromising, you could probably for that amount build a decent PC that will so, still play these games. It might not be a, like a 4K experience or whatever, but you'll still get a good experience. Okay. The Canadian so, price for the PS5 is 629. I didn't mean to cut you off for a third time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> could you do it for 629? Yeah, so what am I buying? I'm buying just a, a hard drive. No, nice uh, motherboard, a graphics card. Can you build a PC for that? Okay, so here. Okay, so here's saying. the thing. Again, uh, like I said. This time around, like I said at the beginning of the show, this time around with the consoles, they have put more into them, uh, and it's it's going to cost you more for a PC right now. In a year or two, probably not. Like this, it's. I think they are losing a lot of money on these consoles for the amount that they're putting into them, a yeah. lot more than they have in the past, mm-hmm. and uh, like for instance, at the at the beginning of the PS4's life, there was a YouTube channel that I followed. They were American. They they uh, built a PC for the exact same price that it would cost you uh, to buy a PlayStation 4 brand new. And they ran this channel for years where they just kept, you know, whatever PS4 game came out, they would buy the PC equivalent and they would see if it could run it. And it, like, it's just something that you actually yeah. need, you know, that you need to buy. And, and the, the channel was a huge success for about three years until it just became evident that this PC could just run absolutely anything that the PlayStation 4 could run. And they, their their ratings started to, uh, or their views uh, started yeah. to dip. That's, that's true, because um, whenever, it was about 2014, and I built this computer, I bought I built this computer instead of buying a PlayStation 4 at the time to play Witcher right. 3. I was going to play, the thing I wanted to play the most was Witcher 3. I was like, okay, I want to build something. I could play Witcher 3 at least high settings. And I did that, and that's what this PC is. Yeah. So, I mean, at the time, that was my mentality. And then I bought a Wii U, and then I, and then I bought a PC at the time. And that worked yeah. out for me for a few years until I was like, okay, now there's some badass PS4 games that are exclusive I want to play. So I bought a PS4. You know, I just remembered I, we didn't, I didn't answer his uh, Sky Captain's first question about uh, are you getting a console and why. Uh, no, I'm not, because just because I don't have time to play uh i got an xbox one and a playstation 5 4 right now playstation 4 right now and i hardly i hardly play them i play i mostly play on the pc and it's just a time thing i don't i don't have time to play all everything and i really there's nothing really that much interesting that has come out yet on the playstation 5 or the xbox one that's exclusive that i would need those consoles for quick question Um, wait a minute I want to, ahead, I want ahead, Josh to answer the question now about getting a. He already bought one, didn't he? No, I'm I trying. I'm, I have the money put aside, and I've been trying because they 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 screwed us. I do want to say they did screw up these pre-orders because I had literally went and paid like I was. I spent extra money. I got new tires on my car and a bunch of all this other stuff because I didn't think oh pre-orders would be a little while from now, and I didn't have the money to pre-order the console when they did the pre-orders. So I was like, well. I guess I'll just save until they come out and then buy one when it comes out. So I saved the 500 plus, you know, so I could buy a couple of games and stuff. Just put it, put it aside little by little. And I was like, cause you know, I'm, I'm at the budget, everything, but 
I have the money just sitting here and I've been trying for what, three days to do it. And today they didn't even have any pre-orders all day. So it's just like, I don't know. I'll probably eventually get one by the end of the month. I do want to get one. And the main reason is, and I have had this pointed out to me is I could play miles Morales. and I'm a huge Spider-Man PS4 fan. That's my favorite game of last generation, like hands down. So I want to play the the follow-up. Uh, it's a smaller, you know, spin-off storyline with Miles Morales, and I want to play it, but I don't want to play it on the PS4 because there's a PS4 version because it's 30 frames per second and it's not full 4K. So I want to play it as the best way I possibly can. That's one of the main reasons I want to play it. I know that's kind of crazy to say that for one game, but coming up we have God of War God of War sequel and we have Horizon coming up and Ratchet and Clank and a bunch of stuff this next year that I want to play too. So that's why I can justify it anymore. I don't know. Well, Kevin doesn't like it, but I I, I liked it and uh, I thought it was a great game. But uh, the sequel coming out. So I watched YouTube videos just because I thought the story was interesting, but everything else I didn't, you know, I didn't own a PlayStation anyway, but that's all I did with the God of War series. (laughs) Couldn't, what about PlayStation now? Isn't that a service where you can stream those games through the PC? Yeah. What's up? So you froze. You you froze up there for a second. What'd you say? Am I I back now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, A lot of times with that, it feels like it's not the newest hot new hotness. Like it'll be something that's two or three years old that comes onto there. Oh, I see. So they don't get the latest games on PlayStation. No, it's not like Game Pass where they get everything. You know, day one. Okay. Okay, but it's not a it's not a download situation there either. You're streaming it like over yep. the internet, like a Stadia or whatever. You know? Right, right. I don't know, but people swear by it. But I, I've never tried it myself. But I, I've tried it on my phone and it was terrible. But I haven't really tried anything besides that. No, actually, I did try Stadia before it was called Stadia, and it was fine. But it had some terrible like screen tearing stuff, and then it would get like blurry every once in a while. So I'm like, I don't know. It's not for me. I'd rather just play it locally if I can. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my chops are getting bust now because I'm, I make it every time I make up good points, like people got to bust my chops. Uh, so Kyle says I have uh, PCs and record players in every room in his manners. All of a sudden I'm Joe. There's this looks manner. like Joe's place yeah. <laughs> with my, my carpet. That's like uh my wife bought this when she was in college. That's all this carpet. It's Rocket Sauce says, too many podcasts to play games. This is true, 100% true. Ever since all the podcasts have started up, I've been playing less games. Uh, Kyle says, to be fair, PC manufacturers don't make new PCs hard to get. This is true. There are, have been a, a, a bit of a shortage on a few um, uh, graphics cards that had just come out this for the first time like people were having a really tough time to get these new graphics cards but i think i think the manufacturers kind of under sold them just to make some buzz about them because i don't think too many people were really interested in buying these high-end graphics cards. and also like with with just the landscape of where the world is this year just anything like that is difficult anyway i think mm-hmm. you know so um uh, rocket sauce says the only P- ps3 games can stream to ps now I thought I felt like God of War was on there. There's a couple, I, like that's what I'm saying. There's not really many PS4 games on there. I and uh, the thing is, is they have PS2 like classics on there, a few, and then there's a there's like only a handful of PS4. I feel like it's only like 
Maybe. He says two and four games are downloadable. Yeah, so you, you can, can actually download. download. Okay. I don't know if you can download them on PC. See, that's one thing. I haven't really used the service, so it's okay. like, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So we don't know. Okay. Um. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say he might know in comments again. I don't know. Okay. But, yeah. Um. So, uh, again, Sky Captain asks, uh, with Horizon Zero Dawn and more Xbox to PC, is branding more important than exclusives? I, 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 I'm not a fan of exclusives personally, so I would probably say branding just because I, I, I hate the idea of everyone getting left out. Like I said, like with Spider-Man and the fact that that'd be a game my, my son would absolutely love, but I have to explain to him, well, we can't buy that game because I don't have a PlayStation, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I think, I think exclusives are still really important. I think like I, that I know, is what really, like if you think about like two generations ago, the Xbox 360 pretty much dominated that generation until they started losing exclusives and more of them started coming to the PlayStation 3 and then the PlayStation 4, that whole last generation. I mean, Xbox really was behind the ball with exclusives. Now, there were still some people that were dedicated to Xbox because they were right into the branding more or more or less their ecosystem. They were more hooked on achievements and that kind of thing. The controller. Yeah. The controllers, the thing. So I played loyalty, you know? Yeah. But I, I think, you know, the the proof was in the sales, like the PS uh, uh, four definitely came back, you know, with the Sony brand. And I think a lot of it had to do with those uh, exclusives. So I think that's more of a console thing though. On, on PC, we pretty much, Get everything. Unless it was <laughs> yeah. Epic Game Store stuff when that first started, and people were complaining at the time. It's only on Epic Games, when yeah, yeah. which is kind of stupid because I mean you can still access it. It's not like if you can't get it. Are I understand that you like three games on that. I can't remember. I haven't looked. At, I haven't opened my Epic Games. Oh yeah, they, they just oh, yeah, they, Ghostbusters oh. like recently. Yeah, God, dang it! I've been, I've been behind. Stuff. I probably missed a bunch of games. I'm never gonna ever play ever. <laughs> hey, they're free. You might as well, free, might as well grab them. But yeah, that was very, very dumb. And uh, you know, I understand how like people are loyal to Steam. Like they just like getting the Steam achievements, and uh, their friends are there. They like seeing what, like being able to interact with other people while they play their games and all that stuff. So I get it. But really, it's a minor gripe. You know, instead of firing up this launcher, you fire up another launcher and well, play it. Geo- it's not as if you got to buy a whole other console like you do. Well, Geo, GOD Galaxy, it puts it yeah. all together. Everything, yeah, yeah. It puts your that's Steam, true. your Epic, everything into one little thing. And so even that is now fairly streamlined, so you don't have to open every launcher in the world, you know, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Kyle here says a lot of Xbox people really just love Xbox. Yeah. I, I gotta say that that's the same for all the consoles, man. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the guy commenting above you there, Kyle Rocket Sauce, seems to really love Sony. And then look at all the Nintendo fans in the Cartridge Club. I, I love. There Sony are people. Too, so there are people that only play Nintendo games. They get excited when like a game that's been out for ten years finally comes to Nintendo and they're able to play it. Hey, it's, you know, I was a Nintendo fanboy for the longest time. I was one of those few people that all my friends made fun of me because I bought a GameCube instead of a PlayStation 2. I was yeah. the only person that I knew that owned a GameCube. It's and I would, haul, you know, <laughs> I would haul that thing around and stuff because it had the handle so you could carry it wherever you went. And I I was proud of that GameCube, you know. 
I, I love my GameCube, man. That was a that was a great console. Uh, but um, speaking of GameCube, I bought the Super Mario All Stars, which was just like three uh, ports and one thing. I bought that. Well, I got it for my birthday, but still, I I got it and I've been playing that. Like I was excited to play Super uh, Super Mario sixty four on my uh, Switch. I don't know. I was a little excited about that. Yeah. No. There's I I got there's no um um I have no problem with them bringing games like porting games to new systems and bringing them to people and hey like finally these people get to uh play these games it's more of like the attitude is this game never existed before until it came to a Nintendo console and yeah. now all of a sudden like it was oh good. that's trash who would want to play oh, that yeah, nobody's yeah. going to play like oh what oh, it's now, it's Nintendo? The, now it's on Nintendo now I love you it get you know? a switch yeah, yeah. to play this game it is so good it's amazing you know and yeah. it's like yeah it's a 10 year old PC game you know <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. just the part that makes me shake my head a little it's like it, put it into some perspective like just relax like everyone everyone went nuts and then this is just a Star Wars thing but I remember when they started porting the the old Star Wars first-person shooters to, like, the Switch and stuff like that, um, uh, Jedi Knight, all those ones. Oh, yeah? And then, like, they, they ported that to the Switch, and everyone's like, this is amazing, they finally, blah, blah, and it's like, that game's been on PC for 100 years, for I God's sake. I that with my buddies back in the day. That's a great game, though. It yeah. is, it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so no, the final ooh. question from uh, Sky Captain is, what hardware changes are you jealous of or would want to come to PCs, like the storage VRAM directly bypassing the cpu i think we kind of answered that already with the the game switching and stuff but there's one more thing i did want to mention that that would pertain to this is uh xbox has something called auto hdr have you heard of that no so pretty much any classic game going back to all the games you can play on there so if you put pull up a banjo kazooie you know on rare replay they do this uh machine learning hdr so it will take the brighter parts, make them more bright, and increase the color range and everything on all old games that don't have HDR. So when you go play like Geometry Wars 2, you know, and it looks like a vector game or whatever, it'll look like that old school vector graphic because it's like more, you know, bright. It makes everything, it basically just exp- expands the brightness and the color palette of all old games, which is part of their backwards compatibility, which that would be awesome to have on. PC and on PlayStation, that's something that's exclusive to Xbox that I'm a little jealous of because I'm not going to get an Xbox Series X probably for a year or two or whatever. So, yeah, it is cool how it can uh, you can get like an original Xbox game and throw it into the modern machines and it'll download the latest version from the store Mm -hmm. and uh, you play that. That is that is pretty cool, but I think. you can think, still do that on the PC, though. You can go I back know, to... I know. It's just that extra, like, added HDR, just, like, on a game that never was, like, made for HDR. Now you can see it with, like, this crazy new tech. That's cool. You can, you can still do that with the PC. Just get your get the mod that somebody uh, put in, uh, a 4K texture mod. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I just thought it was cool. It's a cool little piece of tech they made. It that, is. It, uh, it, I, I it, hope it, more people do that for their like emulators and all sorts of stuff. I feel like that's something that should be plugged into everything later down the line. You know? But now I'm sorry, I had to. Take no, it just talking about this uh, tech called Auto HDR, which makes old games have HDR that. Oh, it's like yeah. a special AI that smooths it out. I've seen a bunch of videos with that. That is super cool. Yeah, so I was like thinking like that'd be cool to have on the PC, and then like emulator people get a hold of it, and then you know it can go. To everything, uh, I, I have seen. I have seen people use that AI to to 
just do, use that on older games, even like 16-bit games and stuff like that. It, it's quite mm -hmm. fascinating. Yeah, they did like a Cuphead. Like I saw a video and they, there was a like Cuphead with it. And then like, you know, just old school games. They had Orient Blind Forest and all that. But yeah, it's just, just something I want to mention to answer the question. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. I had a bratty kid that didn't want to go to bed. I had uh, to chase him upstairs. Gotta do your dad duties, man. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Bill says, I only get excited for certain games coming to Switch, like Doom, for instance, because now I can take it to work or wherever. Uh, I don't know. People have been getting Doom to run on calculators. I saw well, someone got Doom running on a, a pregnancy test. Yeah. So you can take that to work, Bill. That's take very that portable. Hold it up here in the break room. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can play Doom on everything. I love that. I love that little meme. Where people are just trying to put it on it's, any it's other like, thing, and then Skyrim's like the more modern version of that, where they did like Skyrim Fridge Edition and stuff. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, okay. But, uh, you can uh, start to continue. Uh, if you ever heard of the Raspberry Pi, that's a really versatile. If you if you're a do-it-yourself person, that's a very versatile thing. Oh, yes, no, you can make your own. I don't think Bill is a very do-it-yourself okay. guy. Well, look it up because you can make your own little handhelds with it and and stuff like that. I made a, uh, a little emulator out of a Nintendo cartridge that has everything up to N64 games on it. Right, like. I remember that. You can also put, um, you know, PC games and Minecraft on it. You can make your own little computer system. Yeah. They're not the most powerful things in the world, but... People have made some amazing, like, handheld devices that are... I think that's one of our questions, actually, later, that you're jumping okay. into right oh, I didn't, now. I don't know that. I don't know. I, anyway, yeah, well, uh, we only sent you the outline to, for you to read. I didn't the, even look at the outline. I, know. I didn't have I know. time to. That, I that's why I mentioned it. That's why I mentioned it. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I think uh, that is the whole conversation for... I think, like, I pretty much it seems like the baseline for games is going to be moved up again another step because... We're gonna have a new uh, new console generation, so that's that's what's gonna happen with PC games. Your baseline is gonna go up, and you're and you know, it's not gonna affect me at all. I'm just gonna keep playing old gen, yeah, and, probably, yeah, and two D sprite games and yeah. indie games that are can be ran on toasters, you know. So, like honestly, for me, I I I got so much. Here's the other thing too, with uh, you know getting a console in that. I don't even have like Xbox Game Pass or anything like that. I do get it once in a while when it's available for a dollar. When they say, "Hey, you can get it for a dollar," and I'll get it for a month or whatever. I'll buy that for a dollar. But I have so much invested already into Steam. You know, there's like I don't know hundreds of games there that yeah. I haven't got to yet. You know, and then on GOG and that. So I'm I'm kind of in that ecosystem where it's like there's no there's no point in me spending money on things like PlayStation Plus and game passes and Nintendo direct things or whatever the heck, like it's no point in me getting those things because I already got enough to do, you know, it's yeah. already. So I, I literally have more games now than I ever have just on, you know, just on steam, not counting GOG, not counting Epic game store. You know, it's like I, if you would have went back to my 12 year old self and said, Hey, uh, when you're 49 years old, you're going to have over a thousand video games on your computer. Did yeah. you know that? <laughs> and I would have said, no, that's insane. I barely have five games to run Nintendo now, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> That would have blown my mind. A thousand games. How how many Commodore 64 discs would uh, can, yeah. Yeah. Can you put a thousand yeah. games on? <laughs> exactly. And I'm, yeah. and I'm probably missing a few, you know? It's 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 insane. Yeah. <laughs> 
so yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm kind of in that ecosystem where it's like there, you know, yeah, I get nostalgic and I want to play Mario, and I can only do that on, you know, I'll get out the Wii and play Mario or something like that, or or the the Switch. You can still emulate part, it. Yeah, I, I do that too, but sometimes you want the experience of you know when you when you did play it when you played it on the actual Nintendo or play it you know because I'm old school like that sometimes you just want to feel the hardware you want to you know feel that square brick thing when playing Super Mario Brothers 3 for right. your controller and or you want to actually <laughs> those useless Atari 2600 joysticks that you know you literally go to the left Pac-Man. yeah you got to uh, use a uh, Sega uh, yeah, Genesis I usually plug in the Sega uh, controller for that. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I'm kind of old school like that. Every now and then, you know, it's fine to emulate it, but sometimes you want a, the full experience, you know. I don't think those, those youngins like like Josh get that anymore. Oh, I do. understand that. <laughs> I understand it. Okay, good. good. I, play, I, I was playing Yoshi's... I, I played through Yoshi's Island. Oh, actually, no, I ended up playing that on my SNES Classic, but it had that controller, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you and I bought a SNES Classic because it said Nintendo and it had classic games on it. So, yeah. you know, I fall into that trap too. Yeah, I I fall in, fall into that those traps. But hey, I just like trying to play, uh, have as much variety as I can. And I don't really, I do lean Sony a lot of times just because I love their their first party. But generally, I just try to play as much games any everywhere I can. That's why I always try to get as uh as many platforms as possible. That's just how I am. And I have more games than I'll ever have. And when I retire, I'll in whenever that is in 50 years or whatever, 40 years, hopefully not too long. Um, I'll be able to say, Oh, I have all these games. This is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I'll, I'll be honest. So for me, like I, I've been really disappointed with the Sony exclusives. I know people yeah. love them. They love them to pieces. And I don't know. I just play them and I just find them bloated and boring and like outside of horizon zero dawn which i thought was really good mm-hmm. and uh, the ratchet and clank games that. which they don't seem to want to make anymore although they are coming out with a new one but i don't know what this new it seems all gimmicky with this new controller and that it doesn't seem like a ratchet no. and clank game it seems like more like a spin-off games. game i have to try that sometime i love them i love the ratchet and clank stuff those yeah, are just good fun. times but outside of those was good yeah. Oh, yeah. The PS4 one was good. What did I say? Yeah. PS4, PS5, PS5 one seems gimmicky. Right. Like the one I don't know. It's it, they got. What is it with that controller? It can kind of move stuff in that. They're still stuck in the the uh, Nintendo Wii phase, where they're trying to copy Nintendo with a, a controller that does like you. You could slide things off of it. There was some guy on our channel on my station that I work at. He was on our channel. And he was showing like how it. Like you could, it was some game that he was playing where you could pull back and then you let go and it like launches something like you're holding back on an elastic band. And I don't like this stuff is so gimmicky. I don't, what I haven't is. tried it. Myself. I'm interested to try it, but it does sound gimmicky, but maybe it's cool. I don't know. I haven't tried it, so I can't really comment on it. Yeah, fair enough. But I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't find the Sony stuff. I find I just find it really bloated and boring. And then uh, Microsoft, they're bringing all their stuff to the PC anyways. You know, just yeah. wait for that $1 thing and boom. And really for Microsoft, I, I, I tried to go back and play the Halo games. Like when the Master Chief Collection came out on PC, I was like, all right, yeah, let's go back in here. I'm like, eh, I don't yeah, really feel like, I think I played this enough. I don't really need to go back. And, and Halo 5, I'm sorry, was just not that great. I did enjoy the last Gears of War game. I thought that was really, really fun. 
Forza is great on Xbox. Forza is fantastic, but they always come out on PC now, so covered there. What about Um, Last of Us? Do you like Last of Us? That's just a random thought, but uh, Last of Us again. Yeah, that was that was okay. Again, it was just slow. Like it just felt like a really slow. You would probably hate the sequel. That thing is long. It's like forty hours long almost. Yeah, see, and that's a big turnoff. I don't story versus gameplay, or is it? It, It's a good combination, I think. But yeah, yeah. So and the stories aren't very good. Oh, <laughs> I keep going on about oh the story's so fantastic oh the characters are. I'm like ah oh, this is just it's, I feel like the first one is really great uh, it might be a little overhyped but I still love it a lot and I think the sequel is even better but that's just my opinion so hmm. so there I'm 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 I just want to run around and play Titan Quest that that's what I want to do that's that's <laughs> what I'm about to do. that's good times man Titan hey Quest. we're into what we've been playing lately that's what I've been playing I've been playing Titan Quest. I'll, you so I said something we could have played together. Well, I don't. I we I, have the anniversary edition. We should be able to play together on that dang it. Yeah, I I don't think Titan Quest doesn't work too well in co-op. It it's doesn't. not. A, no, Sarah I and I tried all the time with my brother-in-law. We would love playing that. It doesn't like it doesn't unlock the missions for you if you are the co-op partner. Oh, like Sarah okay. and I started playing together, and it was unlocking stuff for me, but it wasn't unlocking stuff for her. So that was a big turn off for her what we have been playing together though is that van helsing game uh, uh, you know any good yeah it's it's really deep there's a lot i think i own it i just haven't it. played it it's one of those games i own but i never played it, it. I got it for like, free or something comes up super dirt cheap on steam like i'm like a dollar 69 canadian so it's probably 99 cents in the states yeah. when it goes on sale um and yeah we're having a lot of fun uh playing it um we're not too far into it though i'm i am worried because the game does seem a little deep that we are going to get stuck at some point because we might not be doing something correctly or something like that Isn't it an action rpg yep it is and or, okay i made the mistake of starting off as a mage which seems to be like the hard mode <laughs> <laughs> in the oh, game. It's one of those where depending on the class also kind of depends on the yeah. difficulty. Yeah. So Sarah's doing well because she's got she's like a hack and slash character, a uh, bit of a tank character, and she's doing okay. But I'm I'm struggling with this stupid mage and you can't change. And you're so far in, it's like I don't want to go back and so Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll have to give it a shot. I just gotta remember if I got it on GOG or if I have it on Steam. <laughs> Yeah, but it's good. It's it's good action RPG. And then the other one I've been playing on my own is is Titan Quest, and I'm like, I think on Act Three or something like that. And that's another good action RPG. That's my speed. That's where I'm at. You know, just run up to a guy. Okay, uh, I need Crap you to uh, do this. I uh, left this thing in the cave, so go in the cave over there and take out all the beasts and get get my thing. All right, that's what I'm doing. That's that's the story level I'm at. You know. I don't need big dramatic crying people and stuff. Just yeah. I need to I need to dive back into some more torchlight. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try a live stream and do a late night live stream tonight or something. That torchlight was good times, but I I, I got to save it for the next podcast. Yeah. Oh no, I know that. Yeah. Uh, Proteus came out uh, on early access. That one first person shooter you were looking forward to, Barry on oh, Mars. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's at early access now. I did get into the early beta. And uh, is really it fun. on? Is it online only? It's, the beta? no, uh, okay. no. It's it's you can you can purchase it now. It's a little steep price wise. 
for an early access because I think it's like 25 bucks, uh, which I feel is kind of steep for early access. I might just be kind of prudish about it. But, um, but I just wanted to inform you with that, um, Kevin, because you were looking forward to that game. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to wait for sale, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have played it, and um, it is it's super fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I still I need to get used to the graphics because the graphics have that purposeful, uh, really old-looking game grain to it on purpose, you know? Yeah, and yeah. you can tone it down a bit. You can make it not so bad, but it's purposefully grainy. Even though I hate that. Are, yeah. yeah, but they're they're making it they're making a modern game trying to make it look like Doom kind of thing. But the weapons, like the weapons, are super fun to use. Like you know, in a first person shooter, weapons make the game because if you have a first person shooter and you get a dinky shotgun and you shoot a bad guy with it and it doesn't do anything, it just completely ruins your experience on a first person shooter. Yeah, but the guns are visceral and just. They sound good, and when you shoot a bad guy with it, it's really like really really fun. <laughs> I, I find like the the best web like the best first person shooters has you constantly switching up weapons for the situation yeah. you're in. You know, like if you're in tight quarters, you want exactly. that shoddy out exactly. to, and ready. If you're in a more open area, you probably want the rifle or something mm-hmm. like that. Like those are the best. Like so, uh, and the ones that are lesser good, you're just you're always using the one overpowered weapon, you know, that's well, good yeah. for every situation. Oh yeah. So that's, that just came out and I can need to dive into that a little more, but yeah. So that's kind of what I've been playing along with, uh, some, uh, torchlight two and, and, uh, the such. And oh, I cool. finally tried out the demo to Gloomwood, which, Oh uh, yeah. 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 That was really fun. Uh, that's very, very much, a thief with guns vibe to it. But is it uh, more fun than thief? Yes, definitely more fun. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Uh, not, not as stressful. Like, yeah, you don't want to get caught, but it's not the end of the world. If someone catches you, one of those kind of games, you just, you know, uh, we're in thief where it, it had a very high uh, learning curve to it, I guess. Or we're in this one. It's, you know, uh, more. So it's a, it's a free demo. Yeah, there's a, you can go you can go on Steam and there's a demo for okay. it right now, and you can cool. get it for free. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out, but it was one of the ones on our radar. So yeah, nice. cool. Uh, so recently, I've been I started a new podcast. Like I, I started no. another one. Every, every <laughs> day I started another one. So I did. I started an indie podcast, indie indie video game podcast. So I've been trying to like go through some indie backlog stuff, and I've been playing weird stuff just because I can. Um, oh, I, I you, got a weird game for you then. Have you ever ever seen the game called Genital Jousting? Yes, <laughs> I have. Uh, this game <laughs> has a story mode. So basically, you're a you're a dick with a butthole, and there's a, basically there's a storyline of this uh, depressed dick trying to find love, and there's a storyline. It's like about an hour long. I played through that, and it was gross, but funny gross. The whole time so i enjoyed that that was fun um i, I had it and I, I bought it like for like i think i bought it for 69 cents like that's <laughs> they have on, in this. Yeah, I've, I've seen that game and i'm sitting there i'm just like i just don't want someone to see on my steam's friend list that all of a sudden it pops up in the corner 
that I'm playing genital jousting. <laughs> you You're know, playing just, it ironically. It's fine. Yeah, I'm playing yeah. it ironically. It would be the same as, you know, I don't know. I'm just like, I couldn't bring myself to, to ever purchase that. So good on you. No, it was good. You I did it. That made a pretty funny storyline. Like if you can get over the, the, the physics of it, I guess uh, it's, 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 uh, it's a pretty cheesy, but fun little, little thing that I did. And then I played uh, through her, her story for the first time. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, played a, a bunch of rounds of, of Among Us with uh, Polykill people. And oh, my kids want me to play that game so yeah, bad. It, I, I think that uh, I kind of seen all of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's fun and enjoyable with friends, but like, I've kind of seen it enough. I played it probably like three or four hours. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I, if they want to play it, I played it with Derek and uh, Creepy, Creepy Josh yeah. for a night. And yeah, yeah. I. It's a thing. It, it's fun. Yeah. It's a thing, but cartoony characters. And then um, Hades, which I've been putting a lot of hours into. Uh, that's from uh, Supergiant Games. It's a top-down game. It's a roguelike, which I'm kind of hit and miss on a roguelike, but this one's just been grabbing me. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the weapons are great. Uh, you get like different uh, power-ups depending on different gods in the world. So you like if you get, you know like Zeus you get like a zappy power up you can put on your weapon and stuff and there's multiple weapons you can do the thing that's cool about this if you ever played you've ever played Rogue Legacy mm-hmm. yes yeah, it's kind of like that so when you do a run you actually unlock more stuff for your guy so you can keep powering up your weapons get more powers and uh, unlock more stuff for your base and stuff and pretty much the concept is, of the game is you're trying to escape hell and you go through different layer, layers of hell. As you would. I yeah. Mean, I don't see why you wouldn't want to escape hell. But, yeah, escaping uh, Hades, you know. And um, <laughs> they're, the characters all have, like, so many dial, dialogue. Like, the, the dialogue keeps going and going. Like, I haven't seen, uh, like, a repeated dialogue at all. And I've probably played, like, a good 10 hours or pl- plus at this point. And I have um, a, a – uh, yeah, but I can't – use words properly story <laughs> is it story driven yeah it's like, story driven that's what's cool yes. about it because yeah. the whole the whole concept I know a lot of roguelikes are just like okay just throw a bunch of stuff at you and yeah here's the story here's the end but yeah that's kind of cool yeah the story of you getting out of hell and um the characters will like uh you fight the character megra which is from you know mythology and stuff you fight her and if you kill her uh and then you die later on and she'll be like wow you got the best of me but next time i'll get you but you know actual have like a little dialogue banter back and forth and comments on itself and i think the story is pretty fun and the game is beautiful it has great graphics it's all looks hand drawn and nice and it plays really well i i just been enjoying it a lot awesome i'll have to check that game out sometime that sounds like something right down my alley you'd probably like it it's like 20 bucks it'll probably go on sale eventually roguelike games in me is weird like that seems like a genre i wouldn't think i'd like but i really enjoy rogue roguelike games like you would love this one this one my favorite even though i i hate super hard games for the sake of being hard but for some reason you know i I got a ton of them that i really enjoy it depends like i i like stuff like rogue legacy where you're constantly upgrading your character so you know that in the next round you have a better shot of going further because you've improved your character, but stuff like Splunky where you're just, Nope, Splunky you're starting back at zero. Friends. That's fun with you play with someone. I don't, else. I don't have you any can, friends. You don't so. have any, you just played, you just played that among us game with some people, you know, you, you. Uh, they, they took pity on me. 
And, uh, I'll tell you, I need an extra person. Spelunky is hilarious. If you, I, I think I even have an old video with me and my cousin when we played, yeah. and we just. Yeah. I played Spelunky too. I bought that on the PlayStation though because oh, it came out. Oh, Spelunky too. Any good? It's uh, harder somehow oh, than oh, the first. One. <laughs> so, um, but I did get a few uh, levels in a few times. Uh, I didn't put as much time into it because I was playing that, and then Hades came out, and everybody's like, "You need to try it." So I bought that and got hooked on that instead. So it's still there. I'll probably play some more later. I li- I like the first game. I've only got to what's the bad guy? Almec, right? That's the bad guy in that. I can't remember the bad guy's name. The big bad. I can't remember. Yeah, but I got to him like one time and almost beat him back in the day, but it took so freaking long. So yeah, that's fun the- watching people speed run that game. It's 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 great that there are people who can speed run a game that everything's randomly generated. Yeah, it just baffles me. Like there's still strategy to that kind of stuff, but I always find that kind of stuff fascinating. Anyway, speed running is one of those things that are, that's a fun little subculture of gaming. Yeah. I agree. Okay, is that all we've been playing? Yeah, Where pretty much. Uh, okay. Minecraft, but that's a, that's an obvious thing. That's, yeah, we already knew that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you you play Minecraft. Ryan plays Terraria, and uh, never two shall meet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a couple of questions here from Ask Quick Save. They're both their uh, questions from from Cat Max. If you have a question for Quick Save Club, you can go over to our Discord server. It's bit dot ly forward slash quick save club and go over there and ask or you can ask us on twitter we might remember to answer it uh these questions he asked and then uh alexandra alexander over on our discord i think he answered them for him i don't think he under he realized that the questions were for us but that's okay he gave us some good <laughs> answers and we'll get still give uh stevens our perspective um so like we were kind of talking earlier about raspberry pi stevens question is what exactly is the point of a dev- of devices like raspberry pi or even a mini pc should I want one? Yes. If you are a retro fan and you are into emulation, and even if you're not into emulation, if you just want, like, like the Raspberry Pi is very versatile. I've seen people use it just for Minecraft. I've seen people use it to uh, set up uh, just a, a home, like a just link their entire home, like their lights and their yep. television, everything just hooked yep. up to this one device. So it's not just for emulation. But it's, it's extremely versatile, extremely cheap. You know, you can get the stuff for really cheap. Um, and there's tons of DIY uh, uh, DIY FAQs out there. And uh, if you want to put a little time, and, and, and I even made something with it, and I suck at projects. So it's if you want to put a little time into it, it's it's worth it. I think so. If you like emulation, if you just want to try, I'm. People made entire arcade cabinets out of Raspberry Pi. Yep. You know? yeah, that's I think Richard, that's his is running on Raspberry Pi. Yeah. So they're um it imagination, man. You see a little yeah. bit of imagination. And yeah. uh you know, if you have like well, oh, I've always wanted to do this or whatever, or you know, just like if you wanted to set up where you can stream music throughout your house. Yeah. You know, like you can put software on there. Some people use them as Plex servers. Yeah. yeah uh, they hook up hard drives to them and then you can stream TV shows throughout your entire house or movies or whatever. There's all sorts of uses for them. You just have to find one if you, yeah. if you want to, uh, yeah. but I use mine. I use mine as a retro pie. Um, mm-hmm. And I basically did it that way because emulating on the PC is, is fine. Um, but like for the older games or whatever, it's just a small device. You can move it to any uh, television 
there it's easy to stream with one you know you hook it up to your your stream card and there you go you're not having to worry about hooking up different machines and aspect ratios and all that that'll yeah. well put it everything at whatever you set it to so it's very, useful yeah, I, I, I like I like using RetroArch on my computer, but I have thought about doing that. It's probably one of those things I'm going to do down the line. It's like little tinkery things that I have in the back of my mind I want to do is that, and I want to soft mod my Wii eventually, which I haven't done yet. But that's, you know, those two things. It's like when I get that tinkery itch, I'm definitely going to build myself a RetroPie because you know, soft, soft modding the Wii will take you 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's I just downloading some software on an SD card. Yeah. Ooh, and and now when I throw a, a hard drive on there with some games, like all the ones I own already, and then sell them off and stuff. Cause yeah, I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll take a little while, but I do want to do that. Cause like I have maybe like 30 Wii games. I know this is like a tangent, but I want to just like all the ones I have, just put them on a hard drive and then I can just sell them off and make some space in my apartment. Yeah. So. I should probably do that too. I got about a hundred Wii games and I, I love them. I don't want to give them, like, I don't want to, give up the ability to play them, you know, and they're Wii games are, you can, you can emulate Wii games on the PC and some games are easier to do than others, but anything that has like a lot of Wii waggle or whatever, I mean, I suppose you could get a sensor bar and I've seen people do it where they've hooked up uh, Wiimotes to a PC and done it that way, but IR sensors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the thing is with that software on the soft modded, you can throw your disc in there and it writes it directly to the drive for you. So it's like just Boop, boop, right, right. Discs and you're done. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, how was did um, the Mario 3D All Stars handle like the 3D controls for uh, Galaxy on the? On oh, I, actually, it's not too bad. Um, you use controller. the Pro Controller. Uh, in it has a basically at the front, it has basically a, a, a IR sensor that the the switch can pick up. You know. So the little pointer in the game, you use the Pro Controller, or you can use the Joy Cons, which I found a little less intuitive but for me it was like you can uh they bound the spin attack to y so you can just hit y instead of like waggling it if you oh want. man so, that's I, that's I, so much better yeah, yeah. i, I <laughs> so. love galaxy it's one of my favorite but my literally after long periods of time playing it like i felt like my hand was gonna fall off. yeah, and yeah. You can constantly doing this yeah you know? and if you hit r button the r r1 r whatever uh, it pulls up the pointer, so if you want to pick up the gems, you can just kind of do 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 with the motion controls, and it's just R, and it goes away, and then you just play. Oh, okay. okay. So it makes it really easy, and that game's in 1080p. So that was another thing. I was like, eh, it actually looks really nice on my TV and everything. So yeah, we're on a non-PC tangent now because of me, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, it's it's yeah. actually because of uh, oh, the Raspberry Pi. We're Raspberry Pi question. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so uh, definitely uh, look up stuff online about it. There's so many different things you can do with it. Definitely worth. Doing. You got to you got to have a little bit of do it yourself yeah, in you and some imagination. Uh, like Stephen also asks the same questions about a tablet. They generally seem to be smartphones with bigger screens. They are pretty much are. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they are a little more powerful, mm-hmm. can run a little better. But it's pretty much what you want to do with it. If you like, it's designed to be a page, so it's easier to read. Um, if you're you know into reading a novel or looking up cookbooks or whatever. Yeah. Um, but my wife uses her tablet all the time. She she lies in bed and she watches shows on it. You know, it's a lot bigger screen than than a smartphone. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I don't have a tablet. I've never owned one. But I, the main reason I like the idea of having a tablet is uh, I read graphic novels on my PC a lot. And novels yeah. when I read, yeah. and my eyes start to strain. Yeah. You know, my eyes start to strain. So it's like 
it'd be kind of nice to have something where I could lay down somewhere and turn the brightness down a little bit. Sure. And, yeah. So, I mean, oh, and also I want to get it an iP- iPad later probably so I can draw on there because yeah. the, the, the touch sensitive draw on the pencil and stuff is really nice for like art artist stuff. So, Oh yeah. 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 So it has uses. There's reasons for to to own one. I, I could it, not it, read a book on my phone. I could not do that. <laughs> I I did it on the bus. I used to do that when I commuted on a bus, and I read like maybe thirty books on my phone, and I would get motion sickness every single time. <laughs> yeah, doing that. But um, yeah. I, I did that back in the day, and it, it was a, a pain in the ass. So I, yeah. I remember reading the Mass Effect books on my phone, and it wasn't like a big phone like this. It was a small phone. Oh, wow. Yeah. But if I put it, if I, you know, put it on its side, and like I was scrolling, it made it look like I was like looking up an email for work. So it was good. I could just read Mass Effect books at work and <laughs> Mass Effect books. Yeah. Did you hear they're apparently going to make a new one of those. They're yeah, they're remastering they? the trilogy. Uh, they're, they're remastering the tri- trilogy okay. to 4K, updating all the assets, and they're going to make a new Mass Effect down the line, too. Oh, okay. Well, good. Yeah. good. Uh, Rocket Sauce just says about the bot- soft modding or Wii. says it's pretty easy to do, and he did it so he could download games that are no longer available in the Wii shop. Yeah, yeah like the right. uh, Konami Wii games. Shop, yeah. The Konami games, there was like a Castlevania and a couple other yeah. ones. Yeah. So they're, they're on my Wii U now because I converted them yeah. to the Wii. But I should do that with mine. I need to I need to do that. That Castlevania game is really fun. That uh, Castlevania Rebirth. Yeah, it's very I still haven't beat it. I I, I need to. Yeah. And you can always uh download it for the PC and emulate it on there. Or you can even download it. I think you can get it on the Retro Pie too. Probably. They were they were all like uh Digital inputs, you know. So yeah, I was yeah. surprised. Okay, I, I'm growing. I'm, I'm fading fast. So, oh, <laughs> and I want to. I want to find out um, uh, uh, Ryan's uh, Patreon only uh, story uh, when Patreon we were. Uh, only. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when we uh, stop broadcasting, uh, we got we a new a- in here, uh, Nolan. And he said he's excited for Mass Effect. I just wanted. Oh, to know. All right. Well, so good. Excited. So when it. W- is that i guess that's going to be a next gen yeah it's actually i think it's supposed to be it's going to be like a ps4 generation but i bet they'll do a ps5 version too but it's going Mm -hmm. to be basically they're taking they're doing things to make the first one a little faster like they're going to decrease the elevators and you can skip them and stuff and do little things like that to tweak it to make it more modern updating all the graphics so make them prettier you know there was parts of mass effect one that i enjoyed better than two or three like i enjoyed the fact that mass effect one was a little more of an rpg than just an action shooting game it's a is game that, series i ever go on the pc or no is that just an exclusive? oh yeah no that, that is two and, yeah one and two are on steam and oh, they're okay. they're they play great on the pc and then three came out and that was when ea and steam were having their whole so that never came it's, on there. it's on there now they they yes yeah, uh, yeah so oh, okay Right. But yeah, I, I played a little bit of one, probably six hours, five hours, and then two. I played about ten hours, but I never beat a Mass Effect. So to me, that's actually a kind of a cool little package, even though I probably I own it all. But the DLC, <laughs> the DLC on Origin is like really crazy expensive. Have you ever tried to buy it, like for Mass Effect trilogy? Never get no. To work. So for Mass Effect, like that was when I was in my console phase. That's where I started. So and then your character carries over. So I played yeah. the entire series on um, 
uh, on the Xbox. Uh, and I got all the DLC on the Xbox. But I did play 1 and 2 on, on Steam, you know, with the intent of playing 3 whenever it came out on Steam. But it didn't for the longest time. I don't, I don't know if my save is still in the cloud or whatever. I don't know. So Yeah, yeah. that Steam but cloud yeah. is iffy. That was the thing that always stopped me from it, like getting too committed because I'm like, there's like four DLCs and they're all 12 bucks. Like, am I going to spend 48 bucks just to see the entire, even though these DLCs are probably just little side stories or whatever. It's like, do I want to spend all this money just to get the full experience? I don't know. You know, well, the the DLC for three is a bit essential because that's where they actually finish the game, (laughs) you know? Uh, So, yeah. All right. Anyways. um, Yeah. Yeah. Let's wrap it up so I can go to bed. Um, I, I know we were going to talk about Torchlight and general impressions and all that, but we'll, we'll uh, do that. We'll do that. We'll talk about Torchlight. I will, I will in the try next to episode. stream some Torchlight here in a little while after the stream is over with on on Twitter. So I mean, at Twitch, this, I mean, at this point, all I could say is it's a really good game. It's really great. I, and, I, will, I will be streaming late night tonight. Just follow me on Retro Gamer Ranting on on uh, Twitch or Twitter or oh, I can't speak. Yeah, Twitch, and uh, I'll be on tonight. I'll just put that out there. How about okay, that? cool. Okay, I fin yeah. I finished the game, so no, I everything I have to say. Ago, I'm just replaying uh, the new character. I'm, I'm only a few hours in, but I'm liking it so far, and I plan to do a couple of binge sessions coming up. So well, my finish is, is the new game plus. My finish is a new game plus. So there. Hmm. Yeah, you probably. I mean, I'm liking it though, and I'm enjoying it, and it's fun. So what I'm, difficulty I'm, are you playing on? Just basic, regular. Yeah. Yeah, I accidentally am playing it on hard, and I never do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you're supposed to get better uh, drops. On, yeah, you're on supposed hard to. Mode. So I've been, I'm, I'm doing the Berserker class. I've never done the Berserker class before, so I wanted to try a class I never did. I usually do the um, the uh, engineer or whatever the heck it is, the one mm-hmm. where he has all the summons and stuff. So, but oh, time, yeah. Rocket Sauce brings up a good point about mass effect one that stupid mako <laughs> get rid of that vehicle yeah. into the lava over and over again yeah, that 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 yeah. was definitely uh a part that dragged in mass effect one i'll give you that one okay right. i think that's it i think we can uh, crash the computer and uh listen to ryan's stories and then go to bed all right, like plan? All, right. all right thank you for uh, uh Frank, think you got anything you want to plug? Or did you um, plug? At Frantic Society on Twitter, IndieQuest Podcast, um, and Frantic Thoughts Podcast. There what you episode number are you on in IndieQuest? Because you just started, but it, it was like you're already on episode five or something like that. We're on episode three. We did. We, like, how do you we, just start a podcast and you're already on episode three? Six weeks. Six weeks. We six every weeks. Other, yeah, we've been doing it every other week. I just heard about it the other day. Yeah. What kind of promotion are you running over there? Probably mm-hmm. terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I can admit that. But yeah, that's who do you do that show with? It's a uh, it's Blink it's from uh, Polykill. That guy, Blink Polykill. Okay, <laughs> how did where did Blink come from? I never heard of him before. Now he's co-hosting all these shows. He was where a is, streamer, and he was I'm just kind of, of and uh, we just uh, I, I was watching his streams for like a while, probably a few over a few months, and then I started talking to him on Discord, and we just became buddies, and I was, we did a podcast together. So, but isn't isn't he co-hosting? Uh, Co-host Polykill, um, yeah, like basically like the, same, the same exact time that I was trying to do this new thing too. But is it is it Polykill <laughs> got that third guy Brit Brisk or Brit, Brit. like he, the, the yeah. yeah he did I don't know he's been there for how long and he doesn't get co-host what's up with that 
Well, I don't know. I, I, that's not my decision on that. I know one. I should I, I should really be asking Trav all this stuff, but I thought I'd just get the scoop from you. I thought we could uh, get like the uh, behind the scenes scoop. Um, uh, lips are sealed. I, I don't know a lot about it, honestly. Oh, lips are sealed. Lips okay. I know. I know. I know that. Travis has I got to. I got to hit end broadcast if I want to know the real story. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. No. Well, sorry, everyone. I got to find out and and then go to bed. All right. No, Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you, Thank you. Bill, Rocket Sauce, Nolan Grill, uh, Kyle, all in the chat, and of course Stephen, Stephen Ida, who was waiting before we even started. Awesome. All right. Sorry, it was late, guys. That was my fault. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> We're used to it. With you. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Night. For too long, FPC gamers hidden in the shadows, locked away in our pits of solitude. Though few in numbers, we are growing, and we cannot be stopped. Go back to the basement, you dungeon troll. I'm sitting on my high horse, rocking out on console. I get a PC that'll cost me double. I'm chilling on my couch, you're getting carpal tunnel. All I need's a controller for Conan news. You're at your keyboard, probably Googling boobs. Don't get a virus, why? Cause you'll be useless. Don't console yourself with excuses. You feel the casual, that was laughable. PC matter of fact is practical. More games to satiate my addiction. And I save money cause I don't pay for subscription. This ain't just for fun, I get stuff done. With any project I want, so get one, son. Oh, uh, this is how it's meant to be done. Uncapped frame rate, 4K and beyond. Forget resolution and FPS. Whoa. Step back if you can't respect this back How's life in the slow lane? Ain't so swell I'll turn on my sensitivity That won't help My player base is a lot more competitive Ever heard of the curve? I'm staying ahead of it You know you're missing out on lol and wow Why wait for PUBG? You can play right now Microsoft and Sony are on borrowed time There's a reason why your console friends are all offline Even if you got a beefy GPU I really hope it holds up because I got two This kind of masterpiece ain't mass Consoles lack the skill, don't have the juice Now that you've been schooled and you have the facts You can roll PC and you'll never look back Get up, come on, get down with the Sunday